What's going on guys, Rome of the Realm, I'm here with my mentor, the book flipper, and check out this plaque he has. Sweet sign. I carved that for him. It's also like, matches on the jacket, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's nice, I need, I need one of those. But today we're gonna talk about the health of a business, and a lot of times people have really big sales numbers, but their business isn't actually that healthy. And he broke this down for me the other night, so it's pretty cool, so if you wanna get into it. This is uh, only, the, only the second time we've talked about this, so it's still something okay. that's newer and I'm still trying to formulate it, Great. so bear with me. But the concept applies to personal finance as well as to business finance or the healthier business. And it goes back to talking about margins. I did a blog post a couple years ago called Marginal Thinking. I tried to get the blog for that, like the website, because I really enjoy like researching different businesses, talking to business owners, talking about personal finance, and the website was already taken. We got a different one, stoplightbudget.com, and I want to explain roughly what that is, and there's no post, I haven't done anything with it yet, but um, let's jump in, I'll try and explain. People might be watching this in like 2022 though. Might yeah, then, website. who knows, Book Flipper might be nothing by then. Yeah. Bar charts. You can do these in your own business, in your own life, you should have one that's personal, and one that's business. And what you want to look at is, you want to split up your expenses into three categories and really just start with one, which is the red. So red is anything that you have a monthly commitment, monthly obligation. So in your personal, that's going to be things like debt, if you have college debt, car debt, uh, mortgage, or a lease. Uh, we'll just go rough rough numbers. And something else I want to add to this is uh, the red also includes like stuff like Netflix. So anything that's fixed cost, so anything that you're going to pay each month, even if it's fun. Because the first time you said this, I thought red was like stuff you needed to do. No, and that's what I started originally. But I wanted it to be anything that, anything you have a monthly obligation. And again, I sell software for a living. You have a monthly obligation there. We'll talk about that when it comes to business. But Netflix, utilities, um, don't look at food or uh, like gas for your car. Those are things that you don't necessarily need. We'll come back to that in a second. Like insurance, you know, you're paying that whether you're using it or not. It's a monthly obligation. But go through anything that's that's obligated monthly, it's on auto pay, you have to pay it like debt, mortgage, lease, rent, car payments, anything like that. Map that out. And let's say you make say you make five grand a month, five K. So you make sixty grand a year. Use after tax numbers. So whatever you get paid if you have W-2 income, if you're a regular employee, if you're a business owner, whatever you pay yourself after taxes. So that would be Amazon payout for us. Yep, and this would be your monthly number. What happens then is chart this out. If your expenses are four grand, give yourself a chart that looks like this, and this is your margin down here. And this is before you pay for food, before you pay for gas, before you have fun, before your salsa budget, before anything else. Anything down here is gonna be green. What you do from there then is that's when most other budgets start. That's when you look at what are you spending on coffee and food and groceries and uh, gas for your car and anything else, like any of the other things. If this number is really small, if your green area is small, yellow is gonna be whatever you spend the rest of the month, and then whatever is left over on green, which in this scenario you probably don't have anything left, is gonna be what you save. And again, we talk about this a lot in the Amazon space, it doesn't matter what you make, it doesn't matter how much you sell on Amazon, it matters what you keep. So it's not what you make, we can have big numbers, we can have this be you know, the same thing, doesn't matter if your income is 15 grand a month and by all measures you're extremely successful. If you're still spending 90 to 95% of that before your normal monthly expenses come out, 
you don't have a lot of margin. And the more reds you have here, the more stress there is. Red is a very stress-inducing color. That's kind of why I like it, kind of like the stoplight budget concept. So how does this apply to business? Or let, let's go one more thing with, uh, with personal. So a lot of people with budgeting try and figure out how do you cut back on the red? And that certainly can be good. You know, there's things you can do like cut out Netflix. Uh, you don't really want to cut out in, you know, most of the other ones you're kind of stuck with. But if you have a lot of monthly expenses like Spotify and um, maybe you got like delivery food service or I don't know, what other monthly expenses do people have? Um, fix, like YouTube. Like stuff that you're locked into, like a subscription. I pay YouTube each month. I hate the ads. Yeah. yeah. So that's something, but you could cut that if you had to. Xfinity. I've kind of done yeah, it's got that. internet. TV, I guess that's a big one. Cable. Yeah. Anyway, most, most traditional budgets say cut the expenses. And certainly if you're bloated here and you've got a really not healthy picture of margins. Well, would gas be on there? For car. Yeah. No, because it's not something that you have to pay. Gotcha. You could just not drive. Gotcha. Um, okay, we're still trying to flush some of this out. But you could cut back expenses. That's one option. The other option is to make more money. And that's where the side hustle comes in. So again, most, most finance gurus say, you know, get the envelope method, do something to really focus on your expenses. And you can only cut so much, right? There's a lot of things that you have to stay. I guess if you're really in a pinch, you could move out of the house when the lease ends, break the lease, break the rent, and uh, get a tiny house or downsize and then cut some of the red back. The other way to do it- Live in your car. Side hustle, that's why we sell on Amazon originally. Grow your income. If you can't shrink your expenses, Grow your income. Now you've got a little better margin. You got more health in your personal life. So that's that's stage one. And you want to try and get red as low as you can to give yourself more margin. So if something bad happens, you've got wiggle room. Then the same thing in your business. So we talk about this. Let's look at two different charts. One would be, and we'll talk books because that's what people sell on Amazon. That's what our audiences are primarily. You got these are both business. This is if you sell ten dollar books. If you're a bulk seller. This is if you sell, let's say $20 books. Maybe you sell $30 books, I don't know. But if you're gonna be on the low ends, Amazon, so let's let's ignore cost of goods for a second. $10 books, Amazon is gonna take roughly $750. They're gonna take 75% of this as a weighted average in fees. Let's say you spend, let's say you're a bulk seller and you spend, let's say around a dollar to get it, process it, list it, et cetera, all your overhead in your, in your warehouse. You've now got cost of goods here, and your margin at the end of the day is small. What does that mean? In order for your margin on each individual book to offset your warehouse rent, all your other big red expenses, because you have a big business with a lot of labor, a lot of overhead, a lot of interest, a lot of payroll expenses, you've got very small margins to try and offset a situation where your warehouse looks like this. Again, you can make it work. Scale can solve some of those problems, but for those of you just starting out, this, like, again, bulk may not be for everybody. Let's contrast this with a business, and then we'll, we'll take a couple questions maybe. Contrast this with a business that's like a cherry picking model. You have very little overhead. Maybe you have a software subscription. Um, what else could you have? Amazon's the fee, the $40 a month for Amazon. Let's say you've got Scout IQ. You have a listing service. You might have a repricer. So you're gonna have, in general, instead of a giant warehouse and everything else over on your, like your overall business, you're gonna have much smaller overhead. And if you had to cut, you could kill it for a month, come back, um, but it's not gonna kill you, right? It's not a huge expense. On a $20 book, Amazon's actually gonna pay you about 12, so only 40% is gonna be red. Let's say your average buy cost is about two bucks, so another 10% is buy cost. 
that leaves you with 50% margins on whatever you sell. So if you sell 100 grand, 50 grand is going to come back in the form of roughly profit minus software and whatever else you're using. But this is a much healthier business. You have much more green, you have much more wiggle room. Amazon changes the fees. Let's say the fees go up a little bit next year, which they tend to do. It only cuts into a little bit of your red, your green, your margin. If you're a bulk seller, that little bit kills another 30% of your margin, give or take, just round numbers. So again, the, the healthier you can be, the less stress you're gonna have in your business, and the more you can offset any of the other expenses that come up. So, you know, this model isn't for everybody either. You might say, hey, I don't have a lot of thrift stores in my area, I can't do this. Maybe online arbitrage is a model you can consider. Bulk may work as well. There's a lot of, a lot of people doing bulk right now. I know several are fairly successful. Some are still struggling to try and, and claw their way back out, partly because of low margins. But just think, like when you wanna build a business, again, it's not about what you make. There's lots of businesses that make, we talked about this last night, a mega dollar. They make a million dollars, top line. And that's amazing, that sounds so cool to say, I have a million dollar business, I have a seven figure business. Well guess what, there's a lot of million dollar businesses that after expenses, after fees, after Amazon's fees, their margins are so low, they might only bring home 50 grand. That's a very stressful situation, you got 5% coming back as profit. Yeah. Now 50 grand, great, that's a really good income, and if you can actually net that after taxes, fees, everything, and bring 50 grand home, good on you, and this was the tool to do that. However, if you only wanna bring home 50 grand, you could probably get away with doing that with having a $125,000 business, cherry picking, keep your red low, no warehouse, no employees, do it yourself, and if you were careful and sold more expensive books, you could very easily bring back 50 grand. So which one would you rather have? Something like this that's 40%-ish of your money coming back into the business, 35, 40%, or do you want 5%? They both have the same business. This one looks cooler. You get to be a guru on social media. You get to show your friends that, hey, I'm a million dollar seller. Unless we make the standard, we have to show your bank account. Which you're trying to. <laughs> yeah. But what do you guys think about that? Drop a comment below. Do you think it's okay to share your actual bank account numbers not, versus sales? Not just okay. Let me ask this. Do you respect Avery more or less for showing his bank account numbers? And two, would you share yours? So not just if it's okay, let's go personal. And more or less depending on the uh, number in the bank account, correct? Not just the, maybe. Fact, not just the fact that I share it. What if maybe, it was too low or too high? Exactly. Yeah. Comment, comment on that. But anyway, there's more than one way to skin a cat. And again, business is designed to serve you, not the other way around. And if your business, if your goal is to make 50 grand to take care of your family needs, maybe you should find a way to have higher margins optimize your business that way instead of just spinning your wheels, being that hamster that's constantly running around trying to just sell more so they can eke out a few more pennies. Again, bulk is not a bad model, I'm not dissing it, but when you're trying to set your business up, you've gotta figure out what, what makes sense to you. Yeah. So that, that's the thought, marginal thinking, let me know if that resonates. Um, if it does, great, I'll kinda of keep building out that personal finance side. If it doesn't, I'll stick to books. Sweet. Awesome. So where they can find you, obviously, at that website. You're going to build it out over time. doesn't exist yet. Stoplightbudget.com. And I already have the domain, so don't try and yeah, steal it. We're November, we're November 2019 right now. So if yep. you're watching this video after that, you'll probably have it up and running a couple yep. months. Give or take, if I, if I decide to focus on it. You can find me at thebookflipper.com. Uh, we run a software, Scout IQ, eFlip. And if you want to email me personally, Caleb, C-A-L-E-B, at thebookflipper.com. Let me know what you think about this. Let me know what other thoughts you have, how we can improve on the presentation and the concepts there. Awesome guys, like, comment, subscribe, dislike, do what you gotta do. And party set to my well ones, a night of violated hell codes. Dope sells like the charge do, but selling
is all about potential. If money speaks, then I'm the main act. 